Mental intro here. Locked oh. Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. It is Monday night. The Monday night, it's Ju- actually it's July 15th, which means that it is the Monday night following the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, which is the final pay-per-view of the summer before SummerSlam. Uh, kind of a controversial ending last night. I was looking for the clip. And I couldn't, I mean, I found it on YouTube, but they only have the full match. And I just, I didn't have time to edit it all out and get it into a, into a little um, audio clip form. But uh, the way last night ended, guys, uh, Brock Lesnar cashing in the money in the bank on Seth Rollins. Uh, I saw it coming. I don't know if you guys saw it coming. On air, live with us. Obviously, the icon is here. Granny Hulkster is here with us. And it is, it is another Monday night uh, here and Monday Night Raw. So, so what did you guys think of last night? Made me sick. Overall, I mean, I know the ending probably wasn't desirable, but 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 overall, the pay per view. Well, I unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. I just saw results, but I was not happy because I thought WWE was supposed to give the fans what we wanted. Well, certainly this fan has no desire to see Brock Lesnar as champion again. You talk about a phony champion, shows up whenever he wants. Come on, WWE. That's, we need that, a true that's part of his contract, going to be I don't care I don't care Big Swing. We need a true champion a that's going to be a true champion and fight for that belt and just and not show up just whenever he darn well pleases. I'm sorry. Granny's pissed oh about God. that. I don't Who like Brock Lesnar. The hell Lesner. cares? Right about Brock Lesnar? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't like Brock Lesnar. But that's well, my. Opinion. Here's the thing. They had to do something with it. I mean, would you have preferred that he got it out of the way now and cashed in on it now, or or held that damn thing until WrestleMania and you know until next March or April? And you know, I, I'm kind of glad that they cashed it in early 
so that they have other scenarios and other, you know, um, uh, paths that he could well, go down to lose they, it. I know, I know why they did what they did, but that that just gives somebody else a chance to come in and beat the who out of him and take it away from him, and I hope they do. Uh, yeah, true. I, I, I mean, I heard a, a very interesting thing. I don't know if you watched the beginning of tonight, um, and, and I have a little distracted. Alexa Bliss is on right now, so I'm I'm always a little distracted during her matches. But um, the I don't know if you heard Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman said today, Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants. I heard a very interesting conspiracy theory regarding The Undertaker's streak as well um, that I'm going to probably play next week or if I can somehow get it put into MP3 form, play it tonight. But um, Brock... You know they've got to they've got to appease him. They're paying him a lot of money, and he's he's the kind of guy that you know right now. Who else do they have talent pool wise? I mean they don't really have any new superstars that could fit the bill. Who could you know be believable in terms of of conquering Brock Lesnar? Uh, I mean they have you know Samoa Joe and those guys and some other big guys. But do they really have a big name, like a bigger name in the business right now than Brock Lesnar? I don't think so. Well, you got a point there, but I'm still not very happy about the the turnout last night. I I was very Oh, I'm not very happy about the turnout because Bailey kept the title. I know. <laughs> I wanted Alexa I know. Bliss You're to win. not a Bailey fan, I know. Nope. I wanted Alexa Bliss to be the champion tonight and maybe have another coronation ceremony or something, but uh you know, it didn't didn't happen. I, I can't what about you? I I know you're not a big Brock fan either, but do you think that the way Everything ended last night after I'm not gonna lie, a pretty good Extreme Rules match uh, between um, Seth and Becky and Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. It was a very good match. That love him or hate him, it was a good match. Do you think that uh, as soon as that Lesnar music hit and and you know you knew what was coming, do you think that that was uh, that was a, a a exciting way to end the pay per view last night, despite if you liked the decision or not? No. No, I, well, you know, I'll tell you, I am extremely frustrated. There's just so much crap going on with, with everything that I'm going through right now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hash it all out here, but I'm just, I'm just frustrated to the point where I'm just extremely PO'd and ticked off. And, uh, I hate Brock Lester, you ex Minnesota golden gophers piece of crap. And, you know, there's there there's a there's a jackass up in Canada I'm pissed at right now and you know so I'll tell you, I Well, you know, I'll tell you 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 know what's going on. Yeah, it's so it's somewhat it's, it's his deal. It's his deal. I understand all that. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yes, Granny and I were kind of talking a little bit about this uh, off the air before you came on, Icon. Um, If we we have time, we can get into it before the first guest. Um, And and we're not going to name drop here tonight, but, um, you know, there was a particular Canadian radio host that Icon is uh, having a feud with uh, right now for whatever reason. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that if we have time. But tonight, yeah, he, uh, he hails he hails live from that underpriced hellhole, Winnipeg. 
Yo, you have brought out all the heel stops tonight, huh? Holy sh! <laughs> Icon yeah, is uh, he's fired up right now. I, oh, I, I, I'm extremely fired up right now. And you know, I'll tell you, I just. Uh, well, I, you know, well, I'm, wait, let I, me, I'm, let I'm me, trying to. Conf- let me do what we do I'm on the air. Well, what we do on the air is we, we, we air grievances because that that's the beauty of radio. Let me let me um let me go ahead and say and hopefully we can get you know him to call in and we can talk a little bit about this before the guest comes on. But there is a particular radio host who has a show on Sunday nights, and I mean that should be a big enough clue right there. Um, who I guess Icon has been you know on his show taking over a show or whatever on Sunday nights. And he doesn't want, you know, a lot of the the riffraff that our shows have. He doesn't want a lot of the, you know, uh, silliness and some of the crazy guests that we get and things like that. But Icon, you got to understand, you got to realize, like, technically, it's his show. And I mean, he has the right to want what he wants on his own program. Um, I, I I mean, I get it. We're doing him a favor by sort of putting him under our own ratings umbrella, but you know, he, he's entitled to want what he wants on his show. If he doesn't want a certain guest or a type of guest, I mean, we can't be like, no, you have to have this person on the show. We'll just have him on ours. True. You know, so I mean, from a, from a, a, a liberal standpoint, I, I can see, you know, I can see what, what you mean here or what he means here. I, I'm not, I, look, I'm not, complaining about that what i am complaining about is the way that it was told to me i mean if you got an issue with me like i've said this before if you got an issue with me don't send me a text message don't send me an email you call me you got something you want to talk to me about you call me you talk to me man to man you talk to me and here's the deal the guy never would have got l show if it would have been for me yeah, true. But I mean, who was he? Who was he talking about? Was he talking about Deb Gardner or? No, no, no. He was uh, he was talking about uh, Big Mama, I guess. Okay. And that that whole interview was a snafu anyway, because she didn't uh, she didn't understand the time zone thing, and maybe I didn't explain it, you know. And it it was more of a big session on the air than it was an interview. You know, I guess okay. I can understand where she was upset, but still, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, sometimes you're gonna get that happening, though. You know, it's every once in a while. But let me let me go into this though. We can't we can't pull down, you know, the show based on talking about what happened in the past with him. We can get into it if we have a little bit of time. But we do have some guests coming on, uh, so why don't we shift gears here for a minute? Oh shit, Alexa Bliss tapped out. It's going to be Natalia. Well, we have, percent. Come on. Anyway, well, tell us who we got coming on to the show tonight, and uh, and we'll we'll shift gears a little bit here. Get some positivity on the air. Okay, we have. Okay, well, good. I I got the bench, so I'm over it now. But anyway, we got Manny Smith on. Uh, he'll be on. Manny first Smith. Guest. Okay. And then okay. we got Chase Stevens is our second guest. Okay. And we also have the return of Onyx is going to join us. Nice. And uh, you guys all remember Onyx? Uh, she is now 
uh, part of the uh, lingerie fighting championship uh, organization, and uh, she's uh, mm-hmm. she's been a guest on our show. Yeah, I was going to say we've had a lot of NFL uh, superstars on with us. Well, yeah, but when Onyx was on before, she was not. Uh, she was not with the L- uh, LFC. Oh, she wasn't. She just okay. recently joined them. So she's going to talk to us about that. You know, she was the one that was in the Spider-Man movie, and she, if I can get her to come down to North Dakota so I can put the bounty on Kiranoia, I'm going to do that. So yeah, she's going to join us. She she's a great guest, and also real quick here. Uh, we can then we can go back to the guests and talk about them. But the icon had a big weekend. I just want to share some uh, things with some people. We want to thank and congratulate Sherwin Linton. He received his Attitude Era Live Hall of Fame plaque this weekend. I was on stage with him. That was really good. I didn't get what a lot of like? applause. What's that? What does the plaque look like? Like, how did you get it made? It's it's a life size. Uh, it's a life size uh, uh, image of the the collector's card to make for our guests. It's a life size one. Oh wow! Okay. Framed and everything, and then, of course, I didn't get the the rousing rendition of applause I thought I was going to get. But you know, it is what it is. And Sherwin does like when I'm on stage with him, so hopefully this will become a yearly thing. I was on stage with him last year. I was on stage with him this year. Hopefully I'll be on stage with him next year singing the song, The Three Bears. And also, the icon became a media sensation in his hometown when he proposed to his girlfriend, Bernadette Janiszewski. The local news came out and covered the event. And it's been all over Facebook. There's been shares and there's been likes. And it's just been a montage of media coverage, which is which is not unexpected because of who I am. You know, that is my ego talking. But <clears throat> she did say yes. And uh, the plan is to have a wedding in the fall next year uh, in 2020. The, and also, I'm going to let you guys give you guys heads up and up because you guys will also be invited as well. The plan is to do the podcast live during the uh, reception, which has never ever been done before. And okay, at question live, icon. Do this. Question, yeah. question: When is this wedding going to be? In September. When in September? September 2020, probably the end of September. Oh, 2020, okay. Yeah. So did you hear we had, um, huh? My my relatives and friends will not show up if it's during a Bison home game, so I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, they won't. They, they, they would go to a Bison home game over your wedding? My niece got married during a Bison home game, and that was a big snafu, so... I'm not going to do that. Hmm. Plus, I have a lot of vice football players that would come to it, so they can't come to the wedding and be uh, on the field at the well, same true, time. Well, and be so on the field at the same time. I mean, that makes sense. Icon, we have this here. We have our first guest with us, um, 385 number. Yep, yep. All right, I got to step aside one sec, do the 
the the the Yankees um and uh and, and check out everything on that. Uh, I'm gonna put them on, let you do your thing, and I'll be uh, I'll be popping in and out. Ladies they and are gentlemen, on. stepping, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. We have our first combatant of the night coming from the independent wrestling greatness. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man himself. He is Manny Smith. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good. How are we doing, man? Good. Now, tell me, was that not the greatest introduction you've ever had? Uh, it was the greatest I've ever had. <laughs> there, there you go. So here's how, here's our format. What we do is after I introduce the guests, we let them give us a little mm-hmm. background about themselves, and then we interview them. We kind of do a little roundtable. So you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll chat with you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, my name is Manny Smith. My in-ring name is Manny Lemons, the man, the brand, the king of the lemonade stand. Uh, he's plucked high from the lemon tree, lives by the code Zest for Life. Uh, you may have seen him on Ring of Honor television and Impact television. Um, based out of lived and based out of trained out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Awesome. And in your tenure in the business, how long have you been wrestling? <clears throat> been wrestling for over seven years now. And what is the current federation that you're with, and how many different ones have you been with? Uh, I've been pretty much all over the Southwest independent scene. Um, I currently own and operate Devotion Championship Wrestling out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, but, you know, I travel down to Albuquerque, New Mexico for Destiny Wrestling. Um, I'm, I'm a big part of the United Wrestling Networks out of uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Championship Wrestling from Arizona, uh, Future Stars of Wrestling in Las Vegas, Nevada, the Rocky Mountain Pro in Denver, Colorado. So kind of more towards the southwest of my little territory. Uh, Manny Smith is our guest here. we got about 27 minutes left with Manny. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and we'll kind of go around the room, and then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tough questions. Uh, but real quick here, we're gonna, so we don't forget this, we're going to take a quick pause. Uh, I sent you a script for a liner. We're going to go ahead and take care of that now, and then we'll continue the interview. Okay, cool. You want me to do that right now? Yeah, I'll count you down from five. Ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is Manny Lemons. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster. Awesome. Great. Awesome. That is awesome. So my question is, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, an in-between, or are you more of a what the fan decides you're going to be? Uh, I'm a I'm a straight up baby face man. I bite lemons. Uh, bite, I bite lemons for a living. So <laughs> straight uh, <laughs> the oh, spinach, you, you, the you and Granny would get along great. Yes, we would get we 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 will definitely get along great, my friend. Because Granny, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan. But I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. So we would get well, along oh, just fine. Well, speaking good. of Granny, uh, since he uh, since he is a, a baby face, and uh, it sounds like uh, do, do you ever th- do you plan on ever doing the marketing thing, or maybe you're doing it now, uh, offering freshly squeezed lemonade uh, to fans at ringside? 
Oh, man, yeah, that's my gimmick table right there. Lemonade. <laughs> Pouring the lemonade stand, man. I like lemonade. Would you ever think of having the... Would you ever think of having the icon run your lemonade stand when you're in the ring? I could like kind of oh, like yeah. go around the ring and sell lemonade to the fans. Well, what I do is when I come out through the curtain, is I toss lemons out to the crowd too. So, but the minute I hit the ring, I'm tossing lemons out there. That's awesome. So, Granny, uh, since we do have a baby face with us, <laughs> we know that uh, you like to talk smack to the heels. But what do you got for our guest? We have Manny Smith here. Well, We've got about uh, 25 minutes left here with Manny. Okay, okay. Well, hello. I am Granny Holkster, and like I said, I'm just a big wrestling fan, not a wrestler, even though they've been threatened to throw me in the ring a few times, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever had in your career? Most challenging matches I've ever had. That's tough because I've had quite a few. Um, I'd have to oh, say your, probably... your, your fa- okay, your favorite, your favorite, your most favorite challenging match. Then we'll put it that way. <laughs> my my most favorite challenging match was probably uh, about a year and a half ago. I was on a Future of Honor and I was facing Shane Alden. Um, he's out of I believe he's out of Albany, New York. But uh, we had, we were just out of Sam's Town Casino, Las Vegas, Nevada. <clears throat> and I picked up my my first big win on a big stage, so I think that was probably most the most challenging, but yet most rewarding at the same time. Awesome, awesome. Have you ever thought of coming to, I mean, I know you said you've wrestled in other states, other places. Have you ever thought of coming to Oklahoma and wrestle? Oh, yeah, it's definitely on the list. I want to hit all 50 states before I'm said and done. (laughs) Well, the reason why I mention Oklahoma is because I live in Arkansas, but I have a very good friend that does wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. And Uh Granny is very involved in that. And, you know, they have a Facebook page. And, I mean, I would love to see you at Wrestling for a Cause sometime. I mean, that would be amazing. So if we could get you to Wrestling for a Cause, that would be awesome. And maybe Granny could walk you to the ring or something, you know. I mean, you know, just be your escort to the ring or something, you know. So. Oh, yeah, sign me up. I'm down for that. So, well, I can. I mean, the promoter, his name is Tim Rockwell, and like I said, if you go on Facebook, you just type in "wrestling for a cause" and you can find their Facebook page, and it has his email there and where you can contact him. And maybe, maybe we can get you to Oklahoma sometime in the near future. Right, right. Sounds good to me. I'll have to reach out. Uh, Manny Smith is our guest here. We got about uh, twenty-three minutes here left with Manny. Let's uh, switch it on over if he is there and ready. Big Swing, what do you got for our guest? Manny Smith, the man, the myth, the man. Well, take us through a little bit of um, your path. Like, how did you choose uh, to become a wrestler? Was there anybody that you looked up to, idolized growing up, uh, that you wanted to sort of model yourself after, that you wanted to be like? And, uh, yeah, I guess just kind of take us down the road of how you got to where you're at and and why. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, just like any other young kid, I was a fan of it growing up. Um, but my big pull-in moment was uh, back in the WCW, WWF Attitude Era when uh, I was a big WCW guy, so I loved the NWO. I loved Hall and Nash. But uh, the big guy that captivated my eyes was Sting. Anytime he came out and he used to just clear house and, you know, clear house the NWO and was kind of the savior at WCW, I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Um, so, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I was watching that uh I was about 19, decided to get trained because it's, you know, something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, the rest is history. Just kind of kind of took off from there. 
So were you were you so you were an NWO fan and Sting growing up? Did you um did you watch both promotions, WWE and WCW? I mean, I would flip every now and then, but I was more attracted to WCW. Um, okay. until about you know two thousand and then you know two thousand. Well, sure, because I mean you didn't have much of a choice after that. But I I see I was always I started off WCW because my aunt actually knows Hulk Hogan. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, so I'm watching WCW and doing all this stuff. But then all my friends in school were talking about Stone Cold and talking about The Rock and talking about The Undertaker. And I'm like, who? Who are you guys talking about? You know, because being a little kid in the 90s, I, I thought there was only one wrestling program. I didn't know about the other one. So then I started, you know, I started shaping, um, you know, or not shaping, taping Raw, watching Nitro Live and taping Raw, then going back and watching Raw afterwards. And it, it, it's, it's shaped me in the way that it shaped you with wrestling. I modeled a lot of myself. Like, you looked at Sting and you looked at some of these guys. I looked at Jim Ross in the WWE, and that's really what got me into my broadcasting career was Jim Ross. And, and really, had I not been told about WWF from my friends, I probably would have missed a lot of his era. So I'm thankful for that as well. But, oh, yeah. Um, now, do you consider yourself a bit of a high flyer? Or do you consider yourself more of a ground and pound, a technical wrestler? Like, like if we were to watch one of your matches, or I've seen what we have, we do research for our shows, but I'm saying if one of our fans were to go on and watch one of your matches, uh, what what would they expect to see from you? Oh, man, I'm a, I'm a five moves to doom guy. So, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a ground and pound. I don't do any of that high-flying stuff. <laughs> Just that I... Uh, do I do my moves? I get it done, and then the end of my match, I bite the lemon, get the sour, get the power, then I, you know, hit him with the lemon drop and go over. That's awesome. We got uh, Mandy Smith as our guest here. We got 20 minutes left here with Manny. Now we're gonna switch you back to me. Now I'm gonna ask you some more of the uh, more tougher questions. Well, I'm gonna ask you a couple easy ones. I'm gonna kind of get into the tougher questions for you. Uh, first right. question is. Uh, as a, we all know that all wrestlers have a great finishing maneuver. So we want to mm-hmm. know what your finishing maneuver is called, what is involved, and uh, then we'll vol- we'll see which one of us will volunteer to have you practice on us. <laughs> Sounds good. So my uh, finish in my name, my giving name Manny Lemons. My finish name, uh, finisher's name is the Lemon Drop, and essentially what that is is a it's a fireman's carry into a backpack stunner. Um, so the backpack stunner, you know, making the impact to the ring, we're just kind of doing a sit down position, um, kind of, kind of molding the, the FU and the Stone Steve Austin stunner into one move is kind of where I picked that one up. Oh, wow. I think you know, I'll pass what, guys sounds... on that. <laughs> well, that, no, that, that, that sounds, sounds too like painful that... for granny's back. <laughs> uh, that, well, that sounds like something that Big Swing would, uh, let you practice on him. What do you think, Big Swing? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I well, see, being the being the most see, physically see. fit and youngest uh, of all of the hosts, I uh, I think I would uh, I'd take one for the team. If it was good radio, I, I would take one for the team. <laughs> see, uh, I, I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say this, Manny. We got Manny Smith here. We got 18 minutes left with Manny. I shouldn't say this, Manny, but his all-time hero is Edge. So we know that he would take a spear from Edge if he if he had the opportunity. We know that. Yeah. 
I would do anything Edge. I would do anything Edge wanted me to do. Absolutely anything. Yeah. And, you, and you'd also take a you'd also take a leg drop from Alexa Bliss too. <laughs> uh, I, I I would I would take a lot more than a leg drop from Alexa Bliss. <laughs> anyway. So uh, well now Manny I got a I got a two part question for you I ask all independent wrestlers this and no one has ever answered it the same way so I'm going to put it to you. Uh, Two part question. Uh, As an independent wrestler, you know, you control your own destiny. You do what you want. You go here, you go to this promotion, you go to that promotion, you just do whatever you want. The WWE, they control all aspects of your life. You know, they say you can do this, you say they can't do this. You know, you go here, you go there, this and that. Now, because you have the strong drive to do what you're going to do, if the WWE were to give you a call, and offer you that million-dollar contract, part A, is that something that you'd want to do and uh, take? And part two, if you do get that million-dollar contract, would you not big time us still be our friend and still talk to us? <laughs> yes and yes. I would, I would be dumb not to, you know. I mean, that, that's obviously the ultimate goal and the reason why we do what we do. Um, so, of course, you know, I would definitely take a contract if they called me here today. And of course, I talk to you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> there you go. See, and and it's on, and it's on tape. So uh, we would not. I'm, uh, I'm I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna make a long joke out of that, but I figured I better quit before I get the want want want. So I'm not gonna do that. So Manny, with the uh, with your tenure in the business, the seven years that you've been in, and. Uh, then I'm going to have you talk a little bit about your promotion. We we got Manny Smith here. We got about 16 minutes left with Manny. Uh, have you had a chance to go for any titles, or have you won any titles in your tenure in the business? Oh yeah, um, I mean my first my first championship. Uh, I've won quite a few in a couple different states, but I mean uh, I mean my first one I was you know the Ultra Championship Wrestling Zero Heavyweight Champion. That's just a promotion out of here in Utah. Um, and then I've also won, you know, like the Primo's heavyweight title in Denver, Colorado. Um, I've won the, full, the DWO Full Access Championship out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, won their the DWO Extreme Championship as well. Um, so I've held, held a couple different titles, you know, kind of throughout the Southwest. So it's not tied to one particular promotion. And have you ever thought of tag team? You know, because I have a mask. You know, I usually just break it out on the weekends. You know, have you ever thought of tag team? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I need a tag team belt uh, to say I finally won one, so I'm definitely down for that. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. With my finishing maneuver, the junk punch him in the man business, we'd never uh, lose. There we go. Heck yeah. Let's go get them belts. <laughs> and you know, you know, you mentioned you want to uh, wrestle in all fifty states. Here's the thing: if if I if uh, you would allow me to, uh, we have a, a wrestling promotion here in North Dakota called Cloud Nine. If uh, mm-hmm. if you'd allow me to, I'd like to pass your number to them. Maybe we can get you booked up here, and I can lead you to the ring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Young, so man. now we'll kind of move we'll kind of move on a little bit. Now you mentioned that uh, you're a current owner of the promotion. Uh, how long have you uh, been the owner? And what made you get into that aspect of the business? Yeah, I mean, it's not something I really, really ever thought my, 
you know, thought seeing myself would do. Um, it's only been about seven months since I've been, you know, been an owner, been a promoter. Um, it's just basically we're in a market where there's not really a whole lot going on. Um, we have one other promotion here, but they're not doing too much with the area. So it was just an opportunity to come in and kind of change the change, change the game and landscape of Utah pro wrestling. So whenever you, whenever you go out of state, a lot of people are like, oh, I, there's wrestling in Utah? Oh, we didn't know that, you know. It's it, it was an opportunity to really branch out and show that there is a market here, there is there is value here, and there is money to be made here. So that's, that's kind of what driven me to want to step over to that. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a wrestler first, so I still go out there, still perform, I still put on the show, you know. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, we'll put this to you because, uh, you know, this show is uh, brought to you by sharpshooterfunding.com and Icon Enterprises. If you decide that you want to uh, start doing some advertising, uh, we'll uh, take care of advertising for you. Awesome, man. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, we, I, I, we'd be willing to trade advertising for maybe some ticket giveaways or autographs or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm totally game for that. All right, and you have my contact number, so whenever you're ready to do that, let me know, and I'll get you. I'll get you all hooked up. Uh, we got Manny cool. Smith here. We got uh, we got about uh, 12 minutes left here with Manny. So, if our fans wanted to uh, check you out, when is uh, your next match? Where is it? When is it? Uh, and are tickets available? And if they are, how would our fans get them? Yeah, yeah. So we got our next event coming up here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, it's called Heat of the Moment. It's going down August the 10th. Uh, best way to get t- tickets for that is contact us through Facebook uh, at Devotion Championship Wrestling. Um, and then message the fan page. We'll send you the Venmo link. Um, or you can just purchase tickets at the door for that event. Now, is there a discount if you get them beforehand, or is it the same price no matter what? Uh, more of a more more of the same price. Um, VIP goes quick, so you want to buy them ahead of time, um, just because they sell out like hotcakes, you know. So um, that's why we, you know, leave the rest open to just paying at the door, just because we give that option. Okay, if you want to come, we'll save you a seat, but you got to pay it. You got to pay show day. You know, you're going to like our product, so we know you're not. We know you're going to come regardless. And you know how. Do you know how many uh, matches there they're going to be yet, or has that not been determined? Card yet to be determined. Um, we got our champion, Big Big, defending. Um, myself, Danny Lemons will be in action. You know, we got our Samoan, our Samoan Savage, Rekka Dahaka in action. Um, Tom Chad, Andrew Sowell. We got a we got a good we got a good roster that will definitely be competing that night. It's just more of who who and when, and that will be announced you know, throughout the week on Facebook. Manny Smith is our guest here, and he's an awesome guy. We've got about 11 minutes here left with Manny. So if our fans wanted to, to check you out and follow you, uh, do you have a Facebook? you got an Instagram? you got a YouTube? you got a Twitter? you got a Twitch? you got a GoFundMe? What do you got? <laughs> got it all, my man. So the biggest thing is uh, on Facebook, at Manny Lemons, um, Twitter, at Manny Lemons, Instagram, Manny Lemons, YouTube, Manny Lemons. Just look up Manny Lemons and you'll find me. <laughs> All right, and then uh, I do have to ask you a couple ego questions because our fans uh, knew that they were coming. Uh, do you uh, think that you might be willing to send us some autographs or some giveaways for our big December show that we got coming up? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just give me that information and I'll get it out to you. 
Okay, I will uh, I will uh, send that to you on Facebook Messenger. And also, uh, the Icon made you a cool collector's card. What was your thought on that? No, that was pretty cool. Um, I was definitely sharing that away. So, <laughs> getting that out there because it was know, pretty cool. Thank you. And what what I like about uh, you know your your deal is you know the green and the the green and the yellow that you wear. Uh-huh. Being uh, here in North Dakota, you wearing that coming to the ring. If you're in North Dakota, all the Bison fans here would get behind you in a heartbeat. We'd adopt <laughs> you as our, our as our as as our son here in the state for wearing green yeah. and gold. Heck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's kind of where that's kind of where my colors came from too. Was from my current my high school my, my high school is green and gold. So the spirit. What, was, what high um, school was that? Uh, it was cur- current high school here in Utah. <laughs> and of course, you were the uh, you you were obviously the uh, the uh, most gifted athlete that would come out of that high school, right? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> So uh, we got uh, we got about uh, well we got we got a few more minutes here before we wrap this up. Uh, before uh, before we do, uh, Granny, uh, big swing. You got anything before our uh, before we uh, our our guest has to get back to his workouts lifting? Well, his, you were mentioning uh, you were mentioning you had a show in Albany, New York. Uh, no, I worked uh, worked some talent out there in Albany. Um, Albany. I need to, I need to get out. Yeah, I need to get out there in that region here soon, though. Well, uh, because I—I I mean, that, that's where I live. Like, I—that's part of the reason why I like Edge so much was because I watched the first ever Money in the Bank get cashed in at the Times Union Center in Albany, uh, which used to maybe when you were there was called the Pepsi Arena, I'd imagine. Um, and uh, and yeah, so that, that's right. That, uh, literally, that arena is twenty minutes from me, maybe. So oh, wow. yeah, if you ever get out in this region, we definitely can uh, can promote it. Uh, I mean, we have a big um, the ESPN station that I'm with uh, has a big influence out here, so we definitely could right. you know could promote you and get you going uh, if you are in this area. Cool, cool, yeah, definitely. I'll get it, I'll get it out there, and we'll get we'll do some business for sure. Okay. So basically, what that what what that means is uh, if you do go to Albany, New York, can you get big swing some backstage passes? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. He, he, or, he's or, too shy to cool with that, so just, just because that. of my profession and what I do, you know, I, I, I do the, um, the play-by-play for a lot of local colleges around here uh, for basketball, football, things like that. I actually, backstage passes would be awesome, but a guest commentary spot would be just as dope for me. I think that'd be amazing too. Yeah, that'd be more ideal, yeah, for your background, definitely. I, I don't know if it's possible, but it would be, it'd be pretty cool if, if it would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we get you out here in Salt Lake City. We can definitely do something for you. Cool. Awesome. We got uh, Mandy Smith as a guest here. We got about a minute here before we wrap this up. So, uh, Fanny, if we didn't uh, scare you away too much, and if you enjoyed your time here, we would we would love to have you on again. Uh, do you have uh, any title matches coming up that you know of? Um, currently right now I'm the number one contender for the Devotion Championship Wrestling title, so um that could be cashed well, in it, it's a cashed in within the next few months. Well here's the good news. Any guest that we've had on 
that we've had on that have went for a title, whether uh, from the time I booked them to maybe uh, a couple weeks or a couple months after they've been on the show, they've always won the title. And I'm proud to say, as I have not updated this, and I just recently got the recent count, we are now a perfect 600 and oh. Wow. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. No no pressure. But when you do win that title, I want you to let me know that you won the title, okay, and we will have you back on, and you can click the title up against the phone, and we'll talk to you about that, and then you can thank uh, the icon and Attitude Era Live uh, for getting you that winning success of that title. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. (laughs) Well, before we let you go here, is there anything else you want to let us know, or uh, uh, did you did we cover everything that you wanted to cover? No, nah, I think we got everything covered, man. You know, just follow me at Manny Lemons, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, follow my company, Devotion Championship Wrestling, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and then we'll just uh, speak to you all very soon. Awesome, and I will send you that address whenever you can uh, send us uh, some goodies. We sure would appreciate it. Sounds good, man. Take care. Have a good night. Awesome. Thanks for Manny being on. Smith, you too. You guys take the care. man, Bye. the myth, the legend, Manny Smith. Thank you, buddy. All right. Hey, that was a fun interview, wasn't it, guys? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah, so our next guest should be calling in in the next four minutes here. So, I don't know, guys. I, You know, I like I say, I've just been really frustrated lately, and uh, I, I don't know. I just... There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on, and I don't, I'm not going to hash it all out here. But there's, you know, just people have been pushing my buttons lately. I feel like an elevator. So, anyway, we'll just wait for our next guest here. Hey, you guys, you know, I don't know if you've been paying attention, close attention, Rob, but. They're going to have a Raw reunion next week. All the big superstars of uh, Monday Night Raw are going to be on next week. Hulk Hogan, Razor Ramon, Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Sure, Edge might be there, DX. Uh, What do you guys think? Is that going to be a ratings winner for them? It could be. So... Icon, well, we have a couple of minutes here. Um, while we have a couple of minutes, did you notice earlier in the night when they mentioned Roman Reigns, uh, they're talking about this whole battle royal thing, this whole thing that's going to go on tonight to try to decide who is going to face Brock Lesnar. Did you hear that there was a cheer for Roman Reigns? And I heard that. I feel, I feel bad because... You know, you never want to use somebody's bad situation and, and highlight it, but I'm honestly thinking that this whole cancer thing really got him over, that him having cancer really endeared him to the fans. And I think that if that never happened, he'd still be getting booed. And, and, and I mean, it, it's, it's a terrible thing to say because you never want, you know, you never want to say that it's good that somebody got cancer. But in his in his case, it's probably good that he got cancer. And uh, I guess we we'll be calling in from a 615 number, just so you know. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing about Roman Reigns. I'm just wondering if they 
a couple things I, I, that are that's playing on my mind. One, I'm wondering if they didn't have Brock Lesnar cash in the championship to have Roman Reigns defeat him and to put Roman Reigns over finally. Or if that's not the case, do they trust Roman Reigns uh, that his illness will not come back, that they won't give him another push? Um, possibly. But I mean, I don't know. I think that as much as as much as it's good for his career in terms of, you know, getting chairs and finally getting the recognition that he deserves, I would be upset if, if they do end up giving it to uh, Roman Reigns against him because we've seen it before. I mean, if let's say Roman Reigns wins this, you know, in-person battle royal here tonight, uh, this would be what Brock. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, chapter what? Like five, you know? So I wouldn't want to see that. I, honestly, this could be the opportunity to finally get Braun Strowman in the mix. Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, uh, you know, this could be, this could be uh, an opportunity to really get somebody over. And I mean, they've been waiting on Braun Strowman. Why not give it to him now? And uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit with some more raw talk um, right after this. We do have our guest on with us here, Icon. So I'm going to uh, step aside, cover the last inning of this Yankee game, and then um, let you do your thing. But I will be here. So go to me if you need me. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is combat number two of the night. He is what they call the chase man. He will chase you to the ring. He'll chase you around the ring, and he'll chase your ass out of the ring because he will have kicked your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Chase Stevens. Hey, buddy. How, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. You doing okay? Good. Now, tell me, was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever had? It was uh, it, it was there. Yeah, I haven't had that one before. Uh, at my age, I don't really chase anybody anymore, you know? <laughs> Stay in the middle. <laughs> well, well, at least at least paddleboat, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm the handicap match guy. I'm the guy that stays in the middle of the ring. You push me around in a wheelchair. People come feeding to me. You know. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Chase Stevens as our guest here. We got 30 minutes here with Chase. Uh, what we'll do here is uh, after I introduce the guest. Uh, we have them give us a little background about themselves, and we uh, then we interview them. So if you want to tell us a little background about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Uh, Natural Chase Stevens, uh, been wrestling 22 years. Uh, broke in uh, 1997 um, under uh, the Wild Southern Boy, Tracy, Tracy Smothers. Um, signed a contract uh, with TNA 2001. All the way through to 2008, uh, I'm a three-time world champion through a uh, world tag team champion for TNA on Spike TV. Um, went on, made a uh, side contracts with uh, WWE, making uh, the video games actually. Uh, so I did 11 separate video games for WWE, doing the motion caption and everything for them. And then just, you know, I've just been doing my own thing, traveling the world and uh, wrestling on the indies at the moment. But, you know, 2019 and wrestling sparking up again. So, uh, you know, anybody that's a wrestling fan, it's a good time to be uh, 
you know, to be alive today? Well, you know, I, I'm kind of curious. You know, uh, you know, you know, you you you're you know you've been you've been a you're a, you're you you are a legend. You are a veteran in the business. The one thing you know, I want to kind of ask you about, and, and I guess I uh, I didn't realize this, but what is it like being uh, in the creative team of these video games? What goes into that? Man, it's there's it, it's. If they would just show just a, a small clip of how they make the wrestling video game, it would change it would change the world. I because there's it's it's like being in a wrestling match. You know, normal wrestling matches go five five to ten minutes. You know, uh, good good uh, long longer matches you can get forty five you know minutes to an hour, and those are those are like uh, you know you can't do many of those in your lifetime. You know, because it takes a big beating on your body. Where making the video game, it's eight hours of being in the ring, and uh, it's 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 a regular ring. You're in a, a WWE uh, ring with an entrance and uh, you know a ramp. They build a ramp, and they you know it has everything that you need, and and you're seriously uh, um, going over them, you know, doing the moves and acting out uh, each and every individual on the roster, whether it be someone new that they brought in or, or somebody from the past that they're, uh, it's not even there, you know, uh, it's not even with us on this earth anymore. You know, uh, we, we have to do everybody's and they, and, uh, with technology, everything's updated every year. So every year you have to go back and you have to redo each and every one of those individuals to keep up with, uh, you know, the, I don't even know the terms for it, but just uh, the technology itself of updating the computer systems and things like that. So now, is this wait, when you're when you're making these games? Is this where you know you're actually doing stuff in the ring, and are you're actually is that where they like tape the lights, the lights and stuff to you, so they can get yeah, all your moves? It looks like there's it, anytime you take a picture of them, it looks like they're lights, but they're not. They're uh, they're like a they're a reflector patch type deal. And they're, but they're little balls, and they have they're taped up like with reflectors, and they have these special cameras that catch those reflectors. And you're you're like almost like a human stick figure uh, on on the computer screen until they add somebody's uh, body and and face to you. So um, so uh, the the years that I did it, um, they uh, there was four main guys. You know, I was one of the four main guys that. Uh, they come out, and then they would have a uh, every once in a while they'd have like a certain they bring in you know um, now we do that one week out of the month so so five to six days uh, each month, and then we go home and they give us time to heal, but we don't get time to heal because we go back on the road and start wrestling and things like that. So um, but they bring out other guys, individuals to do certain things. You know if there's like uh like yeah so so. The moves that we have to do isn't just WWE moves. It's it's all moves. Like anything that you see on on uh, YouTube or you know anything they can creatively think of that they think would work in the video game, um, they'll uh, they'll ask you you know to try to to copy it or mimic it, and each and every one of us do our best to, to you know fulfill that need, um, even. You know, they're, I mean, they're, we don't. They're, they have crash pads, but we don't get them out very often because it's like it's a pain in the butt to get out of 
you know, a 16-foot crash pad and throw it in the ring, you know. So, uh, and, uh, and a lot of the times uh, when we're walking on those crash pads, you can tell in the game, you know, the way they're making the game, they have to they'll have to change our height levels and things like that for certain things. And, and we, you can you notice how we walk uh, really awkward on the crash pads and things like that. So we're just, we're in a hard, you know, little little bit of padding on the ring, and that's what we do eight hours a day, you know, five to six days a week. Um, and it usually takes it usually takes about ten months to actually put the video game, get all get all the stuff that you need for the video game. Uh, Chase Stevens is our guest here. We got twenty three minutes here with, uh, with Chase. Uh, now uh, I'm going to ask another question, and we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, so doing these doing these games and doing all the maneuvers. Two-part question. Uh, have you ever got to play anybody else? And uh, in making these video games, has anybody ever got hurt doing this? Yeah, I think I think all of us has been hurt. I mean, everybody has done it. It's uh, been on crutches, wheelchairs. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's, I, th- I thought I killed Cassie Riley one year. Uh, we were supposed to do, uh, you know, I, I think we was doing Battle Royal uh, mode, if I can remember correctly. But, you know, the the – what it was called for was a power bomb over the top rope to the floor. And, uh, you know, they put the crash size on the floor and, uh, you know, um, Cassie was the lightest one out of all of us. So I was like, yeah, I'll get, you know, I'll just pull Cassie up. He's he's all tag team partner, you know, all the trust in the world in each other. And, uh, you know, I, I say to the boys, you know, I tucked him and went to twirl him up and he just, he couldn't get it. He couldn't sit up on me on my shoulders the way uh, he normally would, and you know I didn't want to do it again. Like I, we're, we like to do everything in one take, so I went ahead and walked him to the to the rope and went to shove him. And then out of out of all that and that big old crash pad that was on the floor, we missed that crash pad by a foot, and that foot was the foot that his head hit. He just he lawn darted right onto the concrete floor. And got up, ran in a circle like it was a dog. He got hit by a car. He ran in a circle and it flopped over. I thought for sure I had killed him. Like I was like, oh man, I'm about to call his wife. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> all these years on the road with him, and I got to tell her like I'm the one that, you know, I'm the reason for this. So uh, we ended up having to take him to the hospital. Um, come back. Uh, I can't remember what was all wrong with him. I, I know he had a major concussion and couldn't do anything for the for the rest of the month. Um, but uh, we compensated for him and and worked our butts off uh, uh, with three people and he got his regular pay so so it all worked out man he, nobody nobody lost any fingers or toes and his neck was still intact so uh, so I didn't have to make that long distance phone call to his wife. Sure, <clears throat> uh, Chase Stevens is our guest here. Uh, we got 21 minutes here left with Chase. We're gonna take a quick time out here. Uh, I had uh, sent you a. Uh, a script or a liner. We're going to go ahead and take care of that now, and then uh, okay. we're going to go around the room, and then uh, uh, I'll catch you on five, then we'll go ahead and do it. Ready? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is The Natural, Chase Stevens. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny hawkster. That's awesome. Uh, well, uh, like I say, Chase Stevens is our guest here, the natural, the man. Uh, Gray, what do you got for our guest here? 
Stevens. We got 20 minutes left here with you. Well, hello, Chase. I am Granny Holkster. I'm not a wrestler, but I am a huge fan, and I I've seen I've seen you wrestle many times. You know, when you were part of TNA. I mean, I remember getting. You know, you mentioned Tracy Smothers. I got to meet Tracy Smothers at a traditional championship wrestling show down in Nashville, Tennessee, back in. September 2013 when they were running Matt Riviera. I'm sure you're familiar with a lot of yeah. those names, Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry. They're well, they're yeah. all personal friend. They're all personal friends of Granny. You know the Golden Boy, Greg Anthony. I mean, I used to call when he was part of the Empire. I used to call him the Golden Girl. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you know, guy, but, man, I like Greg. Yeah, but um, what has you know? And like I said, I've been a huge fan for years of, of wrestling, but. What has been one of your most favorite challenging matches you've ever had in your career? My favorite match in my career? Um, most memorable, kind of. Um, I have two that just uh, stick out in my head. Um, first was the very first steel cage ra- uh, six-sided steel cage match that uh, TNA ever put on because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like we were guinea pigs. Because the, the cage wasn't it wasn't built at that point in time. They were still uh, trying to get it put together um, during the day. Um, so when we got to the the um, fairgrounds that day, they were still outside um, doctoring it and putting things on and and building it. You know, uh, they had they had a whole crew there putting it all together. So uh, it wasn't piecing it. They were legit building. It. So we had no idea how tall it was going to be. Or um, if it was, you know, if it was going to go all the way to the ceiling at the fairgrounds, because the fairgrounds, uh, the way that that's set up is uh, it's on a slope, so the ceiling comes down, you know, on, on one side of the building. So, um, you know, uh, when, you know, in the match, um, which was, you know, one of my favorite matches, I got to work, uh, you know, me and Andy got to work with, uh, you know, James Storm and Chris Harris, and mm-hmm. we, we had – you know, a many year run against them, you know, uh, over and over again. So, so it's always fun to be in the ring with them, but this is the most memorable, one of the most memorable because, uh, um, you know, me climbing up on the steel cage, I, the plan in my head was to do the shooting star that night and, uh, you know, captivate the world. But as I was climbing up, uh, the cage is starting to shake a little bit shimmying. And I was like, I man, everything in my body said, don't do it. Because if you fall, if you get up there and try to balance and fall the opposite way, you fall to your death because you fall straight to the concrete, you know? So, um, so as I was climbing, I hit my head on what I think is the ceiling. I got all this blood in my face, so it ain't like I could see much anyways. So when I look up, I'm thinking it's the ceiling, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm, I'm live on pay-per-view. There ain't no fixing this. And this weird contraption pulling back from my head ended up being a boombox, you know, the cam. Uh, and they just got one for that day. We didn't have that um, prior um, on the shoots. So it was something new to me that I wasn't used to. So when this, when this weird-looking device is, uh, is pulling away from my head, I mean, you know, it's a split second. Like, it's like, a, you know, this light bulb going off. And I'm like, I'm like, what in the hell is floating in the air, you know, at my face, you know? So you're thinking aliens and UFOs, all kinds of other crap, you know? Like, you know, I, I'm sure I had a, a, a major concussion, too, in that match. I took 90 cheer shots, I feel like. 
But um, but that's one of my most memorable ones. Uh, I ended up doing the moonsault instead of the shooting star because I was just it was just it was like jump off as fast as you can and get the hell to the ground. You know, uh, don't do anything stupid on that one. Um, so that's one of my most memorable. And then uh, what ended up? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? No, go ahead. We got yeah. uh, we got Chase oh, Stevens got as our guest here. We got about 15 minutes left with Chase. Uh, go ahead, continue your story. Go ahead. And my uh, my second memorable one is uh, Chris Candido, uh, where we won the world titles that night. He had broke his leg on the pay per view uh, that Sunday um, prior to our Tuesday taping, and then uh, you know we went when we went out on that. Uh, the, it was it was just a coincidence. A weird thing happened, and the referee's earpiece went dead. And we end up going off the air 11, 11 minutes early. And you don't go off the air 11 minutes early. Like, that's that's bad stuff because that's a lot of money going into that time frame. So uh, oh, yeah. Mike today, yeah, Mike today came over to to Candido and and told him like we still got 11 minutes to cover. So Candido grabbed the microphone and cut this hellacious promo and you know <laughs> gets this get, gets the group together and does this big spill. And when we get in the back, we're getting we're getting dogged, chewed out, and yelled at, and everything else. And then, you know, lo and behold, uh, you know, a few days later, Candido passed away, um, you know, of a blood clot uh, going up into his uh, lungs um, from that surgery or whatever. So, so the last, you know, the last thing that he has is him cutting a promo, winning the world tag team titles, you know. Um, uh, on on national TV, you know what I mean. So so it ended up being yeah. like a, such a, a heartfelt moment and something that I'll always remember and something that just you know like all of us you know we're all gonna pass at some point in time in life anyways. Like I and Chris, you know I I wish Chris would have had many many more years with this, but I know if he had a choice, that'd have been you know a highlight for him to go out on and and I feel like that, that was that was a happy moment for for him to. You know, yeah. if that was going to be his final time, he he went out with a bang. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said that was okay. Chris Candino. What's that? You said that was Chris Candino. Yes, Chris Candino. Uh, so you've uh, so you got to hang out with Sonny then, right? Yeah, I've been around Sonny for years. Hey, nobody ain't been around. Uh, you th- you think you could hook us up with her? Well, yeah, I I get your connections with Sonny. All right, I would uh, I would appreciate that because uh, you know I uh, every time that someone's given me a, a contact number for her, it's always been changed or it's always been the wrong one. So you know, I mean, I'd be I'd be one. I, I wouldn't be able to give her much money, but I'd be one to pay her for her appearance if she could join us. Uh, we have uh, Chase uh, Stevens uh, with us, uh, and uh, this is uh, this is a really fun interview. We got 13 minutes here left. Uh, big swing. What do you got for our guest here? If you're there. Yeah, I was just finishing up the um the Yankee uh, coverage on the other on the other station here. But um, if I missed this, I do apologize because I was jumping back and forth. Uh, but the 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 wrestling business is an interesting one, and and it's not one that a lot of people get into. Not 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 one that a lot of people decide that they want to pursue. Almost everybody I know has watched it and followed it and gotten into the storylines at one point in their life, but not, not everybody goes into it and becomes part of it. 
quickly in the last couple minutes here, take us through your journey and what, what, what really made you decide that this was the business that you wanted to go into? What was, you know, was there a particular moment or was there a, uh, a little backstory as to how you got into it, or how you got involved in it, and then just kind of take us through uh, what the fans would want to know about you and your background. With well, uh, you're you're correct. Like uh, most most people in, in the United States have a backstory on wrestling. Their grandparents, their parents, them themselves. Like somebody's got a story that has has to do with wrestling. I unfortunately don't have very much, very many of those stories because I really didn't watch it growing up. I, uh, I wrestled in high school. Um, you know, that was about the closest thing I got to professional wrestling at, at, on any point. But I boxed my whole life. And, uh, you know, I, I joined the military, went over to Germany. Um, I come back, uh, and my boxing instructor had passed away. Uh, so I was kind of lost because back then uh, we didn't have cell phones, things like that, you know. And, and the little book that he had that had everybody's connections in, it, that, that already got you know, uh, taken by the family members and all that. So I had no connections when I got home. So I, I ended up finding out about uh, uh, an MMA fight, which which was unheard of back then. You know, they had, there was a couple of UFCs that come out on VHS, but nothing big. So uh, so I tried to set up this MMA fight, uh, ended up getting on the, the show um, during on the fight or whatever. And uh, so I ended up in St. Louis, Missouri. Dan Severns, uh, which was UFC champion at the time, he ends up being the main event on the show. So I, I you know, I, I couldn't believe I was on uh, a card with him. So uh, I, you know, I waited around afterwards, watched his, uh, watched his match and everything. And whenever he got done, you know, he told me he wanted to talk to me. So I thought I was in trouble. I was like, in my head, I was like, man, I knew I should have left. I knew I shouldn't have stayed. Damn it. So, uh, so you know, I go in there and, uh, you know, very politely ask him, you know said, you know, hey, sir, uh, you know, said you want to talk to me or whatever. And he already thought I was a, a wrestler. So he, he started talking to me, you know, about wrestling and things like that. And I was just trying to go with the flow, but I didn't have a damn clue what he was talking about. Um, so this went on for a good 15, 20 minutes, him laughing back and forth with me, you know, because I, I was playing stupid in his mind, but I really wasn't playing stupid. I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Um and then when he finally figured it out, he was like, man, you was born to be a pro wrestler. Like, the way you carry yourself, your charisma, you know, attitude, everything. Like, uh, you should look into this. So, he gave me some connections. Uh, you know, uh, that was a, I think that was a Saturday, something like that, Friday, Saturday. Um, I made a phone call on Monday. And then uh, that Wednesday, um, I went down to the Evansville Coliseum, uh, started training to be a, a professional wrestler. Met, met with Tracy Smothers. I uh, got in the car with him uh, a few weeks later and started traveling around. Tracy took me all over God's creation. Uh, teaching me this and outs of wrestling. Um, it introduced me to uh, Kurt Henning. I ended up jumping in with Kurt for a while, uh, traveling around, uh, you know, learning from him. And then uh, then I got in with uh, Les Thatcher and Ricky Steamboat. Uh, did some seminars traveling with them. Uh, and but I think I'd had, I'd already I signed a contract at that point in time with TNA, so I was I was you know when I was really young when I signed the contract. Uh, I think I was pretty sure I was 20 when I signed the contract. I don't even think I was old enough to drink when I signed my first contract. So, uh, so but I was I was young and I didn't know much about about wrestling. Like uh, you know I, I the little bits I learned. But if you had said like oh you, you know you see Starcade you know. 93 or something like that. I wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about when I first started. Like, uh, and the biggest, uh, the biggest thing for me was 
trying to, you know, being an amateur wrestler and trying to switch over to professional wrestling was a big change. The moves are a tad different, and there's little tricks to the trait on certain things, and I didn't know those, and I couldn't remember them when I get in the ring. So there's a lot of times that uh, they would haul off and just punch me square in the nose. So, uh, you know, thank God I boxed my whole life. I, I'm okay with a broken nose, but I don't think my nose healed for a good year and a half before I could breathe out, you know, both my nostrils at one time because it seemed like uh, at least once a week I was doing something wrong where there's in a, somebody was punching me in the nose in the ring. So uh, telling me I was doing something wrong. So uh, so I learned, uh, you know, the hard way. But back then, there was no, you know, like I said, there was no cell phones. Uh, you know, you use a pay phone here and there and call home. But uh, but I think I was probably on the road eight months, I guess, uh, nightly, uh, going town to town, learning how to wrestle. So, you know, uh, five to six days, sometimes seven days a week in a ring, uh, you know, before the show, training, and then wrestling on the show, and then uh, just sleeping in the car and going to the next show, you know, uh, learning the hard way. So that was my that was my experience with wrestling, and, you know, I've moved up, you know, over the years, and I, I feel like I was born for wrestling now, just like I was told at the beginning, but at, at that point in time, I would have, I would have, if, if I would have never made it to that fight and stayed and watched and Dan Severns wouldn't have had the, you know, already fought. I was wrestling. I would, I probably wouldn't be here today because I would have never, uh, uh, sought it out. And, and even, you know, you had to have connections at that point in time. No people to get you in. It's not like today where you just Google a training center and, and go, you know? So, uh, so I probably wouldn't have, uh, ever been in wrestling if it wouldn't have been for those situations. Uh, Chase Stevens is our guest here. We got about uh, seven minutes here left with Chase. Uh, uh, we'll kind of come back to me. I uh, I don't have to ask you the uh, the the WWE contract question, but um, I am going to ask you a couple of ego questions. I'm going to ask you a couple other questions. Uh, first off, uh, you know uh, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What was your opinion on that? What did you think of that? What was it? What do you make? Well, you know, I made uh, the icon made a collector's card for you. Sent it to you on uh, Facebook Messenger. You know, the it looks like a baseball card. Man, I I don't did it. Uh, I wish I could say I remember. I All right, if well, you do have emails I get. I I do apologize. I I believe you one hundred percent. I just I get I I my fan though is uh sometimes it's, it's crazy and and. Uh, I, I don't get to check them all the time, and I and when I do, when I do get to certain things, I I don't get to, I don't scroll back and read the way I should because I I'm just always traveling and people's in my ear talking at the same time. I'm trying to read things, and so uh, so I do oh, apologize. Okay. I, I will I will definitely go back and look on that too. Okay, and then the other question I was going to ask you is, uh, if I were to send you the address, you think maybe you can send us some autographs for giveaways? I sure can, and uh, yeah, just email me uh, what all you need and things like that, and uh, yeah, I'll get with uh, I, I don't have any of my personal stuff or any of my wrestling stuff at the house or anything. I got a got a little warehouse, and I, I have them. Uh, I have a couple couple ladies that send my stuff out, so yeah, I'll get a hold of them, have them send you whatever you guys need. Okay, well, yeah, well, what I did was I sent you the address on uh, Facebook Messenger. That's the uh, that's the best thing I can do because. Uh, Sometimes when I send an email, it doesn't get to the it, – it's a long story. It's my server. But anyway, uh, but I, I'm kind of curious here. we got 10 teams left. we got about four minutes left with you. 
uh, and then before, before I ask the final question, uh, if our fan, if our fans wanted to check you out and follow you, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? I think I got every bit of that. I don't think there's anything I don't have. Like I, I think I even got a Tinder out there somewhere. So, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, just look me up, uh, Jay Stevens, the natural Jay Stevens. Uh, so, uh, Facebook, Jay Stevens. It'll, it'll bring up three or four different things. They're all me. Just uh, click on them, um, add them. If, uh, let's see, Instagram, it'd be the real Chase Stevens. Uh, and Twitter is naturally Chase. Um, I have a YouTube under Chase Stevens. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. I have whatever else is out there, I got. So just just look up the natural Chase Stevens, and it, it'll pull it all up. You know, you know yeah, guys, real quick. Oh, go ahead, Icon. Go ahead. No, no ahead, I was just going to say, I was just going to say really quick that show that I was telling, talking about uh, that I, when I mentioned Tracy Smothers, Dan uh-huh. Severance was at that same show that night, and he wrestled against Wardell Walker. Oh, Wardell's a great guy and too, man. Wardell Walker made him tap, and there were a couple guys in the audience that got so mad. Because Dan Severn lost, man, they started cussing. They said, "Well, we're out of here," and they just—they stormed out of the building. They were sitting right behind me and my husband and my son. I mean, because Granny's always on the front row. I mean, they still show the old TCW reruns down in the Little Rock, Arkansas area, and I live in Arkansas. Yeah. And uh-huh. they always—I mean, I was the girl in the yellow T-shirt, and I, you know, my original shirt says, "What you gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you?" <laughs> well, when I started going to TCW, my friend that made me the Granny Holster shirt made me Queen of TCW, Granny Holster, and I would always wear that shirt to TCW. So, you know, they always had Granny, and you know, God love them. I tell you, when we went to Nashville. They made special arrangements for me to be able to park right in front of the building so I didn't have to walk across that whole entire fairgrounds to get to the building. I mean, they always took care of Granny very much. Well, they, they loved they, – they took care of me all the time, but I loved that show. That was like a belated birthday gift for me, you know, when we went to Nashville to see that show. Those, uh, those fans, man, sometimes, like, uh, they get a little out of hand. They take it. You know, and and sometimes it, sometimes it's not entertainment. Sometimes it is wrestling in the ring, and, and things do get a little out of hand on our end. And we professionally take care of it the best way possible in the ring. Um, and you know, those fans sometimes get a, they try their dang just to get involved. Yeah. Well, you know, Granny uh, knows Granny knows her limitations, and I don't do anything bad that would get me into trouble. Even oh, though no, no, Brian. No. And I'm sure you know Brian Thompson, who used to commentate for TCW. He would always holler for security to try to get me kicked out of the building. And one time (laughs) I saw him and beautiful Bobby Eaton at Harrison, Arkansas, and he asked me what I was doing there. And I said, Brian, shut your mouth. I came to see Bobby. And Bobby informed him that if he didn't leave him, if he didn't leave me alone, he was going to beat him up. So you know, Brian Thompson always gave me a lot of grief over the years too. But it's, it was all in good fun. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, Any more I'll tell you what, we uh, we got we got a, we got just a few seconds left here with uh, all right with Chase. Uh, we do uh, we do thank you uh, for taking Thanks, time Chase. on your schedule to join us. 
And we would like to have you join us again if uh, you can uh, hook us up with uh, any other wrestlers, uh, you know, especially Sonny, because uh, I'll make her a collector's card, too, and uh, we'll dedicate a whole show to her if we have to. I'll, I'll even uh, give her a little cash to be on the be on the show. Whatever needs to happen, uh, if you could uh, hook us up with that, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, just uh, yeah, shoot me a little email um, on my Facebook and and let me know who all you're trying to get in touch with, and I'll see what I can do to to hit them all and get you good contacts on them and things like that. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Chase, you've been awesome, man, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again because. Uh, I've been getting uh, text messages with people that want to ask more questions. We didn't get to them because we've been uh, – I was I was too patrolled in the video game thing. But uh, I do appreciate <laughs> you joining us, and you've been awesome. Thanks, Chase. Uh, have them hit me up on Facebook. Ask me all you want. I'll answer anything I can. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Awesome. Chase Stevens, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the myth, the living legend. And real and, quick, uh, um, our so next those, of you who, those of you who saw Raw, saw Natalia, is going to be facing Becky uh, at SummerSlam. And it, it's kind of it's cool to me that the Hart family is finally getting uh, their due. I know Natalia has really put in a lot to the business, and she is, you know, finally getting, uh, you know, get, getting her respect. So speaking of the Hart family, I do got to run this. Um, check them out. It is sharpshooterfunding.com, firstdownfunding.com in the States. Again, go on and check them out. We want to thank the Hart family. Uh, we've had pretty much the entire Hart family on the show with us. We wanted to thank them for being uh, one of our main sponsors and, and supporting and indulging the show the way that they have. So once again, check them out. For all of your funding needs, go to sharpshooterfunding.com. Uh, Icon, we do have the third guest on, 310 number. I'm going to push him through, and you yep. do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Our final combatant of the night. She is and always will be the hottest in-ring female in history. My friend, the one, the only, the greatest, she is Onyx. Hello. What an intro. What an intro. That is right. It is Honest, a.k.a. Bronco Billy from WOW, formerly known as Glow, getting ready to go to LFC, MMA lingerie in Vegas, baby. You're listening here with Honest and also, who else? This is Attitude Air Live with the host, the icon, the big wing, and last but not least, Granny Hawkster! Woo! Awesome! That's amazing. So, uh, Onyx, uh, Onyx, before we start, how much coffee did you have before you came up? No. <laughs> I don't eat coffee, brother. I don't even drink coffee. 
No way. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm getting excited. Hi, Onyx. Good, good to have you back on again. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into this. Uh, we have Onyx here. We got. Um, well, uh, we got we got a lot of time. We got 40 minutes left with Onyx, and we're gonna go we're gonna go all out. We're we're gonna get to every single minute here. I'll ask if you customer will kind of go around the room here. Yes. Yes. I don't think we'll ever go all out. I mean, all out is if you want to get in the cage with me. Well, you know. Uh, do you? Do you? Uh, I, I, do you? Do, do you want to get in the cage with me? I sure do. Uh, you can. There you go, Icon. Uh, There's your opportunity. I'm challenging you to get into the cage with me. I will get in the cage with you. Uh, okay. I definitely will do that. <laughs> so, uh, since we since we last talked, uh, and uh, first off, uh, for people that don't know, Onyx has been on with us several times, and uh, she is a great friend of mine, and uh, she always will be. I want to get her up here to North Dakota so she can take out Karanoia once and for all. But uh, I'm kind of curious. Uh, since we last chatted, you recently joined the LFC, and we've had several of those gals on. What uh, what got you in with LFC? How did you get involved with those gals? That's a good question. I know some of the girls in there already, but, you know, I always wanted to do the MMA. Um, and I thought about it. I just... At the time, I wasn't a big Vegas fan, but I am now. And, you know, sometimes, well, for whatever the reasons are, um, LFC reminds me of the MMA. So I thought, let's get into the cage and let's fight. That's close enough. So with the with LFC, you, it's obviously known as Lingerie Fighting Championships. And generally, uh, you are fighting in lingerie, which would be for uh, those that aren't up on what lingerie is. It's basically underwear. Uh, and what, uh, was your, yeah, what was your thought on uh, on that, being able to <laughs> wrestle in your underwear and fight in your underwear always? Oh, my God. Not, not necessarily underwear. Um, the girls wear booty shorts, you know. Um, everybody wears something different. Some of them wear thongs. I mean, to me, it's not about what you wear. It's just a costume. Like, anybody gets costumes. I mean, they wear less on the beach. And, you know, so we actually have on more clothes than we see some people at the beach. So, to me, it's not about the outfit. It's about it's another sport of girls fighting in a cage, kicking ass in Vegas. doesn't matter what we wear. We're kicking ass. And uh, I'm going to ask a question, and we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, we had a, we had a, a one of your, uh, I, I guess you could say, co-workers on with us, and uh, she challenged Justin Bieber on our show because Justin Bieber, you know, recently challenged uh, Tom Cruise because Justin Bieber's an idiot. But uh, have, has there been any more coming of that since the challenge was issued? Oh, my God. Well, Justin Bieber? How did Justin Bieber get in thrown in after songs? 
<laughs> well, 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 what happened is... I mean, uh, that kind of makes uh, sense, uh, though. Beaver and a thong. Well, we would all like to see that. No, not well, really. No, he... Uh, well, what happened is uh, one of your one of your um, one, one of your coworkers basically, uh, she came on our show. She didn't like the fact that Justin Bieber challenged uh, Tom Cruise because she likes Tom Cruise, and she came on our show and challenged Justin Bieber mm-hmm. to a fight in the cage. And mm-hmm. uh, I was just wondering if uh, if that if anything ever came to that, if uh is going to be facing one of your girls at your next event. Are you saying I get to pick a challenge too? She picked Justin Bieber. I could pick a challenge. Pick me, so pick yeah, me. you 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 can challenge anybody you want right on this show. Who pick who, me, Lisa. who you want to face? Uh, I pick Ronda Rousey. Ooh, ooh, ooh! <laughs> wow, wow! What? Uh, Onyx is our guest here. Onyx is our guest here. We've got about 35 minutes left. See, here's the thing. I would be torn at that match because, uh, you know, I love you. I mean, I'm she's going to lose you. again like she did the last three fights. I mean, she's going to lose again. but I mean, I, I, I love you, and I, I love uh, I love Ronda. I don't know who I – I'd have to be neutral, which is hard for me to say. But – you know, okay, well, let me I tell you this. I, let me <clears throat> tell you this. I never quit. Ronda Rousey quit when she lost UFC. So she quit losing. I at least would have quit winning. I would have at least busted my ass, went back, won a fight, and then said I retired. She retired and lost the fight. So, and now she's in and WWF, and she has belts. and why, I don't even know because I can't even stand to watch it. She has a belt. Well, she hasn't Sorry. been on WWE for quite a watch, quite some time. So good. Yeah, she uh, good. She actually recently, she recently has quit the WWE too. Good. So what but I will say, she hasn't quit. She hasn't Is quit. She she's on a sabbatical because she's trying to start she's a family, but she's now? not. She hasn't quit. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I would I would lead you to the ring and uh, I would uh, yeah let's I put her in the phone put her in the phone and tell her to come to LFC. Everybody would love to see that. I know I would. Uh, and uh, you know, with your record, you have never been beaten, so we know no, who would win no. that match. No, I'm not. So what kind of go? Uh, we'll kind of go around the room here. We got Onyx with us. We got 34 minutes here left with Onyx. Uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Onyx? Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna let uh, Big bye, Swing go first. Go ahead, Big Swing. Well, Onyx was on with us before, and obviously was in a was in a different company last time. But um, do you feel like this is? Are you treating it this like it's another opportunity, or more like a second chance to to prove yourself or what you do? Because I mean, it's a little bit different over in LFC, uh, and, and it's actual. There's actually gonna be a lot more physical fighting uh, going on, and um, just wondering if this is kind of one of those things where you are trying to prove a point to everybody, or if you're looking at this as just another chapter in, in your story. Both. I'm trying to prove a point to myself, prove a point to my fans. 
I'm trying to take another great opportunity. I'm not retired. I'm moving on. I love it. I feel it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be what it's going to be. So you all can tune in and see what's going to happen. If I'm knocked out on the ring, okay. But if I'm taking belts and beyond taking names and proving points, I'll take it all. I'm doing it for all the reasons, not just one. Get my girl! Who's that? And this this is a dream come true for me. You know, you who, 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 for those that don't know me that are listening, Bronco Billy's from WOW, formerly known as Glow. You know, I've been doing this for 18 years. It's, it's my nature. It's my love. It's my soul. It's my spirit. I've done it for many, many years. What takes someone to, to achieve who they are is practice. When you do something for 10, 12, 15 years, playing the piano, going to, going to singing classes, going to wrestling, you're going to be great at it. I'm great at it. I'm great at it. I don't know how many years Ronda Rousey has training, but I have like 20 years. How old is she? 21? No. I've been training when she's in diapers getting her ass wiped by grandma. Uh, we got uh, we got Onyx I guess we got 31 minutes here left. Uh, oh my gosh, why did you tell me how long we have? Oh, uh, I uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask another question. And we'll let uh, Granny uh, uh, take a few. Um, with your with your uh, illustrious career that you that you started in. Uh, and now that you're in the L, uh, lingerie fighting championships, the LFC, do you know, uh, have they set when your next match is, where it is, when it is, and who it's against? It'll be August 15th in Las Vegas, I believe. I mean, if you go to the LFC website or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, um, but I, I believe it's August 15th in the old Las Vegas at the Nerd Bar. That's going to be my next event. But double-check that. Look that up. But, you know, we're doing a lot now. We we, we have up-and-coming projects, and things are growing, and things are looking good. So if anybody wants to go to Vegas, August 15th, just, you know, they can contact you or me, and, you know, we do autograph signings, and these are real women athletes. This isn't just, you know, girls in a thong playing Lottie Dottie, because if you think we are, then again, we challenge you to get into the ring with us, you know? <laughs> Come well, feel what you know, it feels like. Curious. Come feel what it feels like. I guarantee you're going to go home curious. hurting and sore. I, I I am curious if uh, if someone uh, say a fan or something would uh, be at ringside and say that uh, what you guys are doing is 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 not real. It's just all show. And he, I'd bring uh, him in. I'd he, bring him he, in the cage after he signed my release form. That if he gets hurt, I'm not responsible. So you would be willing to take a fan in the ring to show them that uh, they're wrong if they think they're, they can mess with you. 100%. Well, yep. Granny, uh, with that being said, what do you got? 
Now remember, well, there's no there's no weapons and knives and scratching and biting and you know you have your posse's. It's me and you one on one, fist to fist. Well, you know that that sounds amazing. I kind of I think you need to to take her on that challenge. You know, you need to take that challenge. You know, my friend. But um, you know, Granny was you know Granny was just out in Vegas not too long ago uh, for a convention and. I didn't get to see much of Vegas, unfortunately, but, you know, that was my first time being out there. But what has been one of your most um, favorite challenging matches you've ever done in your career? I haven't had one yet. Ah. <laughs> well. I haven't had one yet. That was a okay. good answer, Mama. Thank you. <laughs> So, well, I'm just kind of curious. Who who else, who else is on the line with you, Onyx? <laughs> on the line? Yeah, he's talking about no, me. There's no, there's no, oh, that's yeah, my friend. This, oh my God! Now that you brought, <laughs> hold on. I gotta tell you this, guys and gals, you're never gonna believe this. <laughs> oh. I'm on the phone with my best friend Molly. She lives in California, and guess who her uncle was? Who? Jerry the King Waller is. <laughs> is, not was. That He's was still her alive. Uncle, her uncle, Jerry the King Waller. Um, well, let me ask you this. Uh, Molly, can I ask you a few questions? Oh, Molly, please. <clears throat> yes. Go ahead. Ask her. Let me hear. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, Molly, uh, first off, uh, your uncle is a god to us. Uh, oh, and, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, I've met know, Jerry Lawler several times. He, I, I've, I've had Granny has had the opportunity to get to meet Jerry Lawler several times at different wrestling shows over the years. Aww. And uh, uh, you know, and I was, uh, you know, I'll tell you, uh, I cried my eyes out when we lost your cousin. Brian. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. That was tragic. It was so sad and tragic. It, it it affected everyone in our family. You know the you know the thing is, and I, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to talk about you. I don't want to talk about your uncle. I don't, I don't want to take away from your time. But uh, you know, your your uncle has been another guy that we've been trying to get in touch with to get on our show. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I remember him when I was. At, when I when I was a kid, watching him beat up my hero Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Can I tell you something about that? Yeah. When I was growing up, yeah. I was a child when when um, Jerry the King Lawler became Jerry the King Lawler. Before there were stadiums, we used to go to see him wrestle against Andy Kaufman and <laughs> against his manager Jimmy whatever Hart. We would go into Memphis to see him fight, and we would go in, and it would literally be like maybe seven rows of pull-out chairs. It wasn't like it is now, and I know he's not wrestling now. He does do MC, but we, we used to sit in pull-out chairs and watch him wrestle Andy Goffman. And it would maybe be uh, 100 people in the room. Oh, it was cute. Is there is there any way is there any way you can pass my number to him? 
I tell you what, you don't have to give it out on air, but you give it to Lisa, and I'll see what I can do. Well, uh, Lisa has my number, I think. Uh, she never calls me because she's married. But oh, you wanted to give it to me. You wanted to give it to me now. <laughs> but now I do understand. He is the godfather of of, of wrestling. Wow. He really yes. He really is. That and, is so uh, awesomely cool. He really is. And honest, That's you, awesome. honest, you, 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 honest, you do have my number, right? Uh, well, I do. I have. Okay. I have, I have Don't say it on air. <laughs> and uh, you know, hundred do do brown. <laughs> thanks. I thought, and I thought we were friends. Uh, anyway, uh, but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll continue this. Uh, so, Molly, how long have you been with the LFC? Uh, uh, I want to get Mel's joined in on Sunset Boulevard. I don't do no LSD. Molly, that Mel's driving on Sunset Boulevard. She doesn't do LSD, but she did wrestling with me a little bit years ago. I did. I did, but I'm I'm too little for that. Yeah. Well, wow. uh, as long as long as, you, as long as you're on, uh, since uh, we're, we're doing this, we got she's 23 minutes with uh, She's gonna get front row seats August 15th. That's right. Since we're here with uh, uh, Onyx, and is it is it's not is it Molly Molly Lawler, or do you have a different last? Well, you don't have no. We definitely uh, have a different name. <laughs> Molly is good, but we'll Molly. but we'll but we'll go with we'll, we'll we'll go with Molly Lawler for now. But uh, so so we can uh, so we can help you out. So we can help you out. Uh, let us know uh, uh, where. Uh, uh, where uh, your restaurant is, so uh, our fans listening can come uh, give you big it's tips. It's in Hollywood, California, on Sunset Boulevard, the biggest, most popular restaurant in Los Angeles, California, Mel's <laughs> Diner. They have burgers. No. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's... Shakes, everything. But wait, Lisa, it's oh. Mel's Drive-In. <laughs> Mel's Drive-In. <laughs> so, uh, so if uh, uh, here's how old I am, and you guys might get this reference, Granny might get it too. So will we get to see Alice and Flo as well in Vera? Excuse me, A- Alice and Flo. What? No, that's the whole. Well, you know, that's Mel's Diner. I work at Mel's Diner. <laughs> Mel's Diner. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got oh, it sorry, wrong, Icon. She works at Mel's Drive-In, not Mel's Diner. My but I know where you were going with that. Mel's Mel's on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California. Molly Lawler. <laughs> Man, I'll, you know, I'll tell you, I, I'm love, so busy now. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm loving this. This is awesome. But I'll tell you what, real quick here, uh, Big Swing, uh, since you know that we got uh, probably uh, the hottest uh, wrestling niece in history, and we have the hottest uh, female wrestler in history. Uh, what do you got for our guests? We got uh, 21 minutes left with them. Well, I already uh, she already explained, you know, that she is in it to, to, to prove a point, but she's also, you know, uh, lo- looking at it as, as a new opportunity. Uh, I, I also, I, I guess my my main 
thing. I mean, we asked her last time how she got into the business and why she decided to go into wrestling and all that and go into, you know, fighting and, and whatnot. We've already covered all that with her backstory last time. I guess my main uh, question here for her would uh, would be, and she already said Ronda Rousey would be who she wants to fight if possible, but was there a particular opponent um, that you that you want to get your hands on again besides Ronda? Uh, is there somebody you want to get your hands on again that you think put on a hell of a uh, performance with and maybe put you, challenge you uh, harder than you've been before and, and that you want to uh, – you want to get that that leg up on. Is there anybody that we should we should be looking out for in the near future for you fighting? No. To be honest, one of the worst things for me is I always forget names. <laughs> so even if I'm thinking of somebody, I forgot her name. <laughs> I'm so bad with names, but yeah, who would it be? Um, there's a girl, I think her name is Julie Gunther. I think she's in Vegas too. Um, a story with her. We were we were in mud wrestling. We did Chicago Knockers. A lot of you should know Chicago Knockers, mud wrestling. We were in Hawaii. And I was trying to talk to her about some moves, some things and some, some stuff and and I she didn't she wouldn't talk to me at all. You know, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm, I just feel like I'm going to crush this girl. So we, we mud wrestled. I won. I was in the Hawaiian paper and everything. So she might be one that I might want to wrestle again. Um, Who else? Some girl in Philadelphia with the red hair. You guys would know who it is. You know, uh, she's in the about, WWE? She's not in WWE, but she's pretty well known. She, she was just brought up red hair, Philadelphia. Um, you know, we were we were in a match and smacked me in my ear. And I'm like, I don't know why you would smack me in my ear. To me, when I wrestle it's, or fight, it's, it's beats or pins. Smacking someone in the ear is kind of a bitch move. I'm kind of wondering why you smacked me in my ear. Like, I don't know. So that might be someone I'd want to get back. But I can't remember her name, but I'll find out soon. Um, other than that, uh, no, because I don't really hold too many grudges or have too many hard feelings. I look at this game as a sport, and it's about winning and losing, not about I hate you, I'm going to kill you and beat you up. I don't have to hate someone to be, to wrestle you competitively. Uh, Onyx is our guest here. We got uh, 17 minutes left here with Onyx, and uh, Onyx, first off, you know, so I can get this out of the way, uh, I want to, you know, thank you uh, for being on with us again, and uh, hopefully uh, we can have you on again because we just love having you. And uh, I'm going to drop this uh, this uh, announcement right now. Uh, we have an Attitude Era Live Hall of Fame, and uh, we have two inductees. We have uh, Sherwin Linton, and we have uh, Julie Hart, and I'm proud to announce that Onyx is now no. the third official member of the Attitude Era Live Hall of Fame. Aww. Aww. Sweet. Oh, my God. 
it even it even comes with an already pre-signed restraining order, so you don't have to worry oh, about Icon uh, uh, harassing you. I love it. I love it. I thought I was gonna have. I thought I was gonna get my first straight not restraining order, my first assault and battery a month ago. I gotta tell you a quick story. Why I was gonna have my first first assault and battery a month ago. I was trying to get a puppy online, and I met the people, and they loved me, and I met the puppy, and I gave them a deposit. I never got my, my deposit or my puppy back, and she was, like, cursing at me, and I'm like, whoo, it's hard. This might be my first restraining order. <laughs> uh, now, That's so much an honor. That's very sweet and cool. I really appreciate that. I can't wait for all the things to come with that soon. Well, well, when they, uh, real quick here, when they took your deposit and you didn't get your money back or your puppy, did they not know who you were? Um, she said I was a washed up old wrestler and then I'm a dumb bitch and I should go F myself. And I thought, wow, I'm either going to beat her butt so bad or I thought, go to jail. And then I thought, no. I took it into the – I called the police and just made a police report, and I'm going to leave it in God's hands because if it's left in my hands, it's going to be a shovel. You know what a shovel means, right? Uh, I do. I do. You, 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 uh, you, you, you would definitely digging, give her – I'll be digging graves. <laughs> yeah, and you, you you definitely be giving her a different type of receipt for that deposit. Uh, we have uh, Onyx as our guest here. We got we got 14 minutes here left. Uh, one thing I want to ask, and you have touched the, touched this on this before, maybe. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to ask one other thing, then I'll go back to the other thing I was going to ask about. Uh, now, with your uh, outfits and the LFC, now are you uh, uh, do you get contact yourself for like designers and stuff to wear their stuff in the ring uh, or do you still select your stuff or will you let fans buy you stuff to wear in the ring all the above I wear my stuff I wear um, not really sponsored stuff right now but someone that I may want to promote or I wear um, the stuff I like personally but um, I mean, I'll, I'll wear whatever they want me to wear, really, as long as I'm somewhat covered. I mean, I don't want to go out there and pasties and a thong. I prefer I prefer booty shorts and a cute little sports bra, you know. Because there's there's one picture, uh, and I'll, I'll kind of let you explain this. Song, then I'll go back to my other point. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. I'll understand if you don't want to answer this, but. There's this one picture of you that I made a collector's card for, and you're in this, uh, like, uh, black bra thing and the black underwear thing. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that outfit. Oh, if you know which one I'm referring UFC, to. With the UFC gloves? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the UFC gloves. Okay. Um, that was a photo shoot I did in Santa Monica, California at my house. And the UFC gloves, because like I said, I always wanted to do the UFC cage fighting. But I also work with George St. Pierre, GST. We did his 
training and wrestling videos together, which was called Rush Fit. So I did have an opportunity to work with GSP, and gosh, I don't think he'll care that I say this, but um, when we were training, he was tired and I wasn't. So I'm thinking, hmm. (laughs) He was tired before I was doing these videos. He didn't want to make you look bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if everybody yeah, wants to look up Rush Fit, Rush Fit videos, you'll see Onyx. I'm Onyx and GSP in the Rush Fit videos. And that's a free plug, uh, GSP, because I'm not getting paid royalties for any of that. But anyway. Yeah, because, you know, in that uh, collector's card I made for you, you're wearing that outfit, and you're wearing this other outfit. Like I said, I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. It's, it's just my nature. But you're also wearing like these. Uh, there's also another picture you're wearing a, like a black uh, like top thing, and you're wearing like these pink uh, underwear like things. I don't. I don't know that picture. Pink underwear like things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering yeah, they, why it matters. They, I don't even know pink under like their thing like things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have. I, you, I have 3,000 videos. I have 8,000 or 18,000 pictures. I don't even know what picture you're talking about. I'm sorry. Well, you send the, it to the, me, the, and the, I'll the, respond. Okay. Because uh, the, the pink underwear you're wearing, they look like guys' underwear, actually. If that, if that oh, helps. Oh, oh, that's a good question. And, Molly, you'll know this. They're I my, have those underwear. <laughs> we love them. We love them. And I'm so glad you brought this up. They are called boy panties. We wear women's. They're women's underwear, but they're men's underwear. So we call them boy panties. And you can buy them on my website under. Mash Bam Well, it's cafepress.com slash Mash Bam They are men's underwear, and they're hot pink. And on the back says Smash Fan Pal, and that's my website, smashfanpal.com. But if you want to buy those comfy cotton pink boy underwears for women, which are so comfortable, you go to cafepress.com slash smashfanpal. Any chance you send us an autograph here for giveaways? Giveaways? I I should I should make some of the giveaways when I come to Vegas. I can do that if I can get an order in. Probably by the time I get to Vegas, that would be cool. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll leave. You know, I'll even send a send a couple bucks uh, to cover the post. I'll send you an address where to uh, send them if you would. You know, and then we can do that. Now, now um, I'm going to take them to uh, LFC August 15th at my live show, and I'm going to throw a couple pairs out to the audience. Okay. Well, I, I unfortunately <laughs> won't be able to make that, but uh, if, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we can chat about it later. Uh, uh, one thing I did promise uh, that I'd let you do, uh, you uh, own a business, and we want you to tell us uh, uh, about your business and give you some free advertising. So tell us about uh your business. Well, thank you for my free advertisement. But it's, it's smashbampal.com. Smash like a bug, bam like bam bam, pal like a punch. And then I have another website where you can have pictures and clothing and videos and all that stuff. Clips, there's clips on there. 
and that's MMAfighters.us.com. MMAfighters.us.com because I've been in this business so long, I was almost around before MMA Fighters was even around. So I had the well, first opportunity also, at the website. Don't, don't you also have a restaurant on the beach or something? A what? Don't you have, like, a restaurant on the beach or something in Florida or something? Oh, no, 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 no. No restaurant <laughs> on the beach, but restaurants on the beach sound good. <laughs> you right. <laughs> well, I, I, well, no, I... I just thought that well, you had I'm another, you had another plug, business. I'm also going to plug uh, the film, the TV show, Gladiatrix. Don't forget about Gladiatrix. Okay, tell we have about. a new TV show called Gladiatrix. It's women warriors, maybe slash Gladiatrix, fighting, dominating. Um, so that's a new TV series right now we're working on, Gladiatrix. And, uh, I thought you knew that. You didn't know that? Well, I was, well, no, I knew it. I was waiting for you to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yep. All there right. should be billboards I mean, you know, all I, around Hollywood. And when is that, uh, when is that uh, scheduled to debut? Well, we're working on it now, but um, the first viewing date, I'm not sure. We're just We're just working on it now, so... You know, I think if you want to be a part of it, August 15th in Vegas. So you have to go to um, Lingerie Fighting Championship on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and come to our next event because it's sexy, hot, strong women beating the crap out of somebody else. <laughs> well, do you think you can get the uh... – you think you can get the icon a uh, backstage pass if he can come out there? One hundred percent. There you go. And then you know maybe I can even lead you to the ring. I'll be your bodyguard because I can take a bullet once. <laughs> okay, you can be my posse. <laughs> there you go. See, hey, you guys, I got if, if uh, this radio thing doesn't work out, I can be honest your bodyguard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Body. And uh, Molly, if you need a bodyguard too, I'll uh, I'll, I'll guard you too. What the heck? I don't need a bodyguard, baby. <laughs> She's a fighter too. She's like what a hundred and ten, but she will <laughs> most people's butt. She's you'll if you well, you'll see, here, ten here's... times, and you'll wonder what happened. <laughs> Well, here's here, here, here's a here's a quick uh, plan, ladies. Uh, the uh, icon with his father. We have plans to be coming out uh, to Vegas in September, and hopefully, you gals will be out there, and I'll stay in contact with you, uh, Onyx. Uh, so hopefully, when I'm out there, you'll be out there, uh, so well, we can uh, kind of hook up. We're trying to do LFC once a month, maybe once a week. So we'll be around, like you know. If you're not there when we're there, we'll probably be there the next time you're there. So we're, we're going to try and do this often. You know, um, J-Lo's not performing anymore. Britney Spears isn't performing anymore. Celine, Celine Dion's not performing anymore. 
So we need like women performing out there. So we're trying to do LFC like once a week. So anybody out there listening, we love casinos and performing and stages. So we need to replace those stages that are empty right now. So, uh, so I I could call you up and let you know that I'm in Vegas and we could maybe get together and uh, I can introduce you to my dad because uh, my dad really wants to meet you, uh, you know, because uh, he listens to the he started listening to our shows now and uh, he uh, he loves you in Spider Man, so that's why he wants to meet you. He oh, wants you 100%. to autograph his. He wants he wants you to autograph his copy of Spider Man. I just went today and printed new pictures for signing 8x10, Spider-Man. I just had some made today, so I'm bringing them with me to Vegas, but I'll mail you one. But I want to meet them, too, so send me the dates, and I'll let you know if, if we're going to be there on, on that date. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I, 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 I've tried several times but been unsuccessful. Because I know that, uh, you know, you need to make money, too. And I know that uh, we can't get autographs for free. But if you ever decide that we could get one or two, uh, oh, you know, I'd you appreciate Oh, stop. You and your dad get an autograph for free. Well, there you go, guys. Do you want my autograph, too, Lisa? Yeah, we want Molly's autograph, too. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, are you able to give the address of Mel's Drive-In or not? Eighty-five, eighty-five Sunset Boulevard. Oh, eighty-five, eighty-five Sunset Boulevard. They're open like what? Twenty-four and, uh, hours, seven days a week. Yeah. And That's do you let me go there, Molly? I think waited on Justin Bieber, didn't you, Molly? Yes, and I waited on Jack Nicholson, and I waited on Paul. I mean, um, oh my goodness, my head. The lead singer of the Beatles. Do you usually work at night or during the day? day. No, I work morning. Okay. I, I work well, morning. Yeah. In the morning. Seven That's to morning. two. Seven to two. Seven a.m. to two. <laughs> so if I if I walk in there and say, "Hey, I'm the icon," you could, uh Will you say, "Hey, I'm Molly," or will you say, "Someone arrest him"? No, I'll say, "I'm Molly Lawler." <laughs> <laughs> I like that ring, Molly Lawler. <laughs> uh, we Jeez. have the Onyx and Molly. The original wrestler. Wow. We have uh, Onyx and Molly Lawler here. we got about uh, two minutes left here. Uh, so real quick here, if our fans wanted to check you out, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? I have Ooh. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Licking, emails, website, YouTube, Smash Bam Pal, S M A S H B A M P O W. It's just Onyx the Wrestler. There was an Onyx the Wrestler before me. You can't forget me. Just watch a couple of my videos. I'm the woman everyone loves to hate. Well, I, I, I don't hate you. I love you. And maybe uh, you might uh, think of branching out to me, we. Well, that's if a, I that's put you in the cage, you might hate me a little bit. Well, look, I'd stand there and let you kick my ass because I, I wouldn't be able to take it. But anyway. 
But anyway, uh, we got about uh, we got about a minute left here. Uh, we do thank you, Onyx, for joining us, and thank you for bringing uh, Molly. And uh, Molly, no, if you are on uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, send uh, send me a, a message on Facebook Messenger under Scott the Icon Helmrass, and uh, I will make you a collector's card too, like I did for Onyx. Aww. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh-huh. Well, we, lo- we love you, gals. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you, too. Awesome. We love you, gals. Everybody out there, keep on following your heart and your dreams wherever it leads you, and hopefully it's for great and positive things and not bad things. So thank you. All right, and we will see everybody next week at episode number 108. Yes, Buff Bagwell next week. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.